Forget all the rules. Forget about being published. Write for yourself and celebrate writing. Melinda Haynes. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Our topic of discussion today is about rules. Rules of writing that you should throw out the window. Yes. Know the rules, learn the rules, and then throw them out the window. A lot of famous authors have their own rules for writing. I know Ted Decker in, I believe it was Showdown, in one of his novels, he listed rules of writing. Stephen King also has a lot of rules. He's written books about it. It's good advice, but I'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) My personal opinion on advice. Probably my favorite list as far as storytelling and understanding characters, understanding structure, comes from Pixar. I believe it's Lassiter. And I know I've talked about it before, Brandon Sanderson's Laws of Magic, which were developed in a reflection of the way that Asimov developed his rules for robotics. Having rules for storytelling is not a new concept. Aristotle actually had a list of nine basic elements of fiction, which include how to tell a story in a way that makes sense. So as an editor, you must have rules of your own. I sure do. The rules that I have are for me personally, things that I have learned as both an author and an editor. The first one is right now, edit later. I am an editor at heart, which really is a problem when I'm trying to write a first draft. Yes, yes it is. Because I want to constantly edit my stuff and make it better and make it better and make it better. But you end up having a fantastic first four chapters. That have been a fantastic first four chapters for years. (laughs) Years. But it's not a book you can give people to read. So I definitely agree with this one. Right now, edit later. This goes hand in hand with my next rule. Give yourself freedom to be terrible. If you don't give yourself that freedom to be terrible when you're writing your first book, when you're writing your first draft, you'll never finish it. Because no first draft has ever been perfect. No first draft has ever been amazing and great. And I think a lot of people end up giving up on finishing their book because they're reading their first draft of their first novel and comparing it to this New York Times bestseller that they just read. My next rule is what I briefly mentioned that I would get back to. Take all advice with a grain of salt. Listen to it. Ponder it. If it works for you, use it. But don't accept all advice, even from professional, published, New York Times bestsellers. Don't take it as law. Except what we say in this podcast, right? No. (laughs) You don't have to listen to us as if it's law. Listen to what we have to say and ponder it. Consider it. See if it works for you. Always understand that it's coming from someone else with a different perspective. Yeah, each author's journey is their own. I like to think of these podcasts as something that I wish I had known when I started 10 years ago. 
And we're hoping you all can learn something and jump forward in that process and move to professional faster. My last rule is something that, despite what I just said, you need to listen to. You need to do this. And that is never give up. Writing is hard. Not everyone understands that, especially if they aren't writers themselves. Writing is difficult. It is a lengthy emotional investment. You are pouring your soul into something that you're creating and showing it to the world. It's so amazing when you get that chance to put your name on a book, on a cover and say this, I made this and hand a published book off to your friends. It's worth the effort. It's worth the tears and the struggles and the fights to just do it. So never give up. Even if you have to take a break, don't give up on it entirely. So those are my basic rules for writing. Lee, what are your rules? A lot of mine are very similar. I think that's because our writing journeys have been parallel for several years now. My first one is trust the process. This is very much like giving yourself freedom to be terrible. I believe the saying goes, get it wrong, get it written. It's more important to get it on paper now. You can't edit a blank page. There are a lot of people who will agree with me who are bestsellers and names you recognize. Write terribly, do it wrong. Trust the process to get it right later. And trust your editor, says my editor. Another thing that has really helped me learn is to experiment. I experiment with every one of my short stories. I experiment with every one of my books. I try something new to see if I like it. And not every novel does that work. Experimenting gives you enthusiasm for the story, plus helps you move forward in completing your story. And it can help you find the voice that you've been looking for. Sometimes if you are just constantly doing the same thing and you're really struggling doing that same thing, that's insanity. So try something new. If it's not working, try something different. Try something new. And you may come across that one thing that you realize, this is it. This is my style. This is my voice as an author. And Ted Decker says, write to discover. What he means by that is to write to discover something about yourself. Ask a question. My main characters in my story right now, one of them doesn't know what home feels like, and I personally have a connection in that way. So learning to define home for the character will emotionally tug on my heartstrings. So these characters answering these lies about themselves will help me stay invested in the story as well. Another thing that I do as an author is I try to make sure I'm not just writing something. I have four different parts of my writing world. I will be writing something. Right now, that's temporarily called Maidens and Monsters. I'm going to find a better name for it. I just haven't yet. I will be editing something of mine. Currently, that's Friday and Monday. I will be editing something of someone else's. I just finished a project over the weekend. And then I'll be reading something as a popular for entertainment, and I'm working my way through the Brandon Sanderson series at this point. So I am getting a lot of information and immersing myself in the writing world in a lot of different ways. 
because then I'm not getting stuck in a rut and then maybe deciding to go do something not writing related. Because if I feel stuck in a rut in one facet, I'll move forward in a different. That level of multitasking can be a little bit difficult for some people. I am a binger, so I tend to focus on just one thing. Despite being a multitasker in a lot of different aspects of my life, this is the one where I struggle to multitask a lot. So this works for her. It wouldn't work for me. These four parts of my writing world are about growing as an author. Those are our rules. One thing about a lot of commonly known rules out there is that they are don't rules. Thou shalt not something. Don't use overly complicated words. They're constantly saying you want to express an idea, don't impress with that idea. You also show, don't tell. And don't skip the editing phase. That is kind of important one. I will agree with this one. Definitely don't skip the editing phase. Says my editor. (laughs) (laughs) Don't write in a passive voice. There are times that that is called for. If you're setting up a certain rhythm, you're setting up the rule of three within a paragraph, passive voice can have a place. Probably one of the more common ones is don't wait for inspiration. Just keep writing. Write terribly. Right. Whatever you feel like, it's very easy to make excuses about why you're not writing instead of just writing. So waiting for inspiration is one of those don't. And you also don't use double negatives. Double negatives are bad. They add unnecessary confusion. There's often an easier to understand way to phrase that sentence. These are a lot of your don't rules in writing, and you'll see this a lot Because it's an easy way to point out this needs to be fixed. And a lot of authors, especially young authors, really want those rules. They want an easy list. But the biggest thing, if you are working on your writing, find your own rules. Develop them yourself. And you may have heard me say in my rule set, Write to Discover, I stole that rule from Ted Decker. You are welcome to steal rules when you are building your own list. Find ones you like. Find ones you hate. Figure out why you hate it and then throw it away. But rules exist to help you learn. That's the great thing about this. These are more guidelines than actual rules. That being said, break the rules. Have fun with it. See what happens when you change the way you write. Edit differently. If you normally do it one way, find a different way to do it. That's the thing. When you're breaking your own rules or breaking the rules that people have set out to say, this is how you should write, you find ways that work better for you. So if you're changing the word count, if you're editing differently, if you're exploring plotting or pantsing, those are all things that help you become a better writer. It all comes down to following this important rule. Write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 